Evening prayer begins on page 21. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Dear, dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins of wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, but confess them with an humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same, by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, Yet ought we chiefly so to do when we assemble and meet together to, remit, to render thanks for his great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice under the throne of thy heavenly grace, saying, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 37 begins on page 384, and we will recite verses 1 through 24. Fret not thyself because of the ungodly, Neither be thou envious against the evildoers. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and be withered even as the green herb. But put thou thy trust in the Lord, and be doing good. Dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thou in the Lord, and he shall give thee thy heart's desire. Commit thy way unto the Lord, and put thy trust in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall make thy righteousness as clear as the light, and thy just dealing as the noonday. Hold thee still in the Lord, and abide patiently upon him. But grieve not thyself at him whose way doth prosper against the man that do it after evil counsels. Leave off from wrath, and let go displeasure. 
Fret not thyself, else shall thou be moved to do evil. Wicked doers shall be rooted out, and they that patiently abide the Lord, those shall inherit the land. Yet a little while, and the ungodly shall be clean gone. Thou shalt look after his place, and he shall be away. But the meek-spirited shall possess the earth, and shall be refreshed in the multitude of peace. The ungodly seeketh counsel against the just, and gnash upon him with his teeth. The Lord shall laugh him to scorn, for he hath seen that his day is coming. The ungodly have drawn out the sword, and have bent their bow, to cast down the poor and needy, and to slay such as be upright in their ways. Their sword shall go through their own heart, and their bow shall be broken. A small thing that the righteous hath is better than great riches of the ungodly. For the arms of the ungodly shall be broken, and the Lord upholdeth the righteous. The Lord knoweth the days of the godly, and their inheritance shall endure forever. They shall not be confounded in, per in the perilous times, and the days of dirt they shall have enough. As for the ungodly, they shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall consume them as fat of lambs, yea, even as the smoke shall they consume away. The ungodly borroweth and payeth not again, but the righteous is merciful and liberal. Such as are blessed of God shall possess the land, and they that are cursed of him shall be rooted out. The Lord ordereth a good man's going, and maketh his way acceptable to himself. Though he fall, he shall not be cast away, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 32nd verse of the 4th chapter of Deuteronomy. For ask now concerning the days that are past which are before you, since the day that God created man on the earth, and ask from one end of heaven to the other, whether any great thing like this has happened, or anything like it has been heard. Did any people ever hear the voice of God speaking out of the midst of the fire, as you have heard and lived? Or did God ever try to go and take for himself a nation from the midst of another nation, by trials, by signs, by wonders, by war, by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, and by great terrors, according to all that the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes? To you it was shown that you might know that the Lord himself is God. There is none other besides him. Out of heaven he let you hear his voice, that he might instruct you, on earth he showed you his great fire, and you heard his words out of the midst of the fire. And because he loved your fathers, therefore he chose their descendants after them. And he brought you out of Egypt with his presence, with his mighty power, driving out from before you nations greater and mightier than you, to bring you in, to give you their land as an inheritance as it is this day. Therefore know this day, and consider it in your heart, that the Lord himself is God in heaven, above and on earth beneath. There is no other. You shall therefore keep his statutes and his commandments, which I command you today, that it may go well with you and with your children after you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which the Lord is giving you for all time. 
here ended the first lesson. Together, the Magnificat on page 26. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 25th chapter of the book of Matthew. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming to go out to meet him. Then all the virgins arose, trimmed their, their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, least there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterwards the virgins came, also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, As surely I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Nuke Dimittis, on page 28. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to light to the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. 
and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Lord, we beseech thee to keep thy household, the church, in continual godliness, that through it thy protection it may be free from all adversities and devoutly given to serve thee in good works, to the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. All right. Um, Psalm 37, I don't know um, if you, some of you might remember back um, when 9-11 um, happened. It was, um, I think, it, obviously it was on 9-11-2002 there when it happened. But it, one of the things that I re remembered was a lot of people were, were repeating Psalm 37. So for some reason it was a, a psalm that brought comfort to, to the people. And I think that's for a couple reasons. So a lot of the psalms in the first 40 psalms are what we call laments, where David's asking to be delivered. But this psalm um, reminds us, it's, it's kind of, um, uh, recollect, you know, brings to recollection, recollection the book of Proverbs, because there's a lot of wise sayings in it. And I think one of the reasons it brought um, comfort back in that particular time period was there's a lot at the, at towards, as we got to the, towards verse 24, there was a number of verses about the wicked not prevailing and the wicked um, not um, not not taking over. Not uh, God's still in control. That was the main thing to remember. So even though they might have temporary prosperity, the wicked would ultimately would fail. So to give you an idea of, of how this kind of relates to Proverbs, if you compare verse five, which in the New King James is, "Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass." And that's verse 5 of our psalm. But compare that to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Both of these, these verses should remind us that God's in charge, and he will direct us. And I think as we look into Deuteronomy, we see uh, a reason to always keep in remembrance what God has done. So this is a, a, a little apologetic. In other words, it's it's Moses reasoning. He's speaking to the people before they go into the promised land, which is what most of Deuteronomy is about. And he's appealing to them to, to be obedient to God's law. And what he's doing is he's reminding them of all the great uh, works that God did to get them out of Egypt. And um, sometimes I feel fortunate because we've gone through Exodus and we get to remember those. And if you remember back in the beginning of the year when we were reading Exodus and and, you know, the parting, well, parting of the Red Sea was after the, the plagues, but the plagues were amazing in themselves. The Passover, the, um, what an incredible event, the people of God were, um, were shown salvation at the time of death. 
And so it was just a great thing to remember. Uh, for one reason, it was that this great King Pharaoh had no power when it you know, compared to God and that God was going to always take care of his people. So that, that's a good thing. And remembrance is really important. If you don't remember, um, you know, you're, I'm going to church Sunday. Why? Well, I always go to church on Sunday. And if I remember, it's because God saved me. God's a mighty God, and he's worked mighty, mighty works through history, and he continues to work in my life. And so that's, a, to me, a better reason to go to church, because I want to fall on my face before him and thank him. So it's really, really important for us to remember and not, not forget the mighty works of God. And then the, the real reason uh, Moses did that is found in verse 40. You shall therefore keep his statutes and his commandments, which I command you today, that it may go well with you and with your children after you, and that you may prolong your days in the land, which the Lord your God has given you for all time. So uh, as we know, it's because we've been reading ahead, they don't keep it for all time. And the reason isn't because God wasn't faithful, it's because they didn't keep his commandments. And that's um, also uh, a principle that's put forth in Deuteronomy, and like, uh, rightfully enough, it's called the Deuteronomic Principle. And that's, if you keep my commandments, then I will be with you and, and you will be blessed. And as a people, it doesn't mean that every time I do something, everything that I want, I'm going to get. It means as a people, we'll be blessed and God will be with us. So it's important for us to remember God and to keep his commandments. And uh, kind of remembering back a, a week ago when we were at the end of Ecclesiastes, a to-do list, love God, keep his commandments. And there we have it again. So Matthew, we're brought into Matthew and and. People that don't remember, that don't remember the importance of what God is and who he is, and they don't take it seriously. And so we have the ten virgins, five of whom are foolish, and uh, obviously the other five were expedient. And so the, the expedient five, they had their lamps ready for um, for the bridegroom, and that meant if he came in the dark, they could light their lamps. And, of course, the other five were running around like chickens with their heads cut off because they were not prepared. And so um, just a reminder, too, in, in those days, uh, after uh, an engagement, the groom would go off and make ready the um, the place where they were going to live. A lot of times they would build onto dad's house and, you know, build their section of the house. But at some one point, the music would play. Um, the, the, the woman who in the wedding wasn't quite sure when that was going to happen, but music would play, the parade would start, and, and the wedding would start. So the five virgins were foolish and not ready. And so what it reminds me of, uh, even though in this case the, the bridegroom might be delayed a little longer than we had hoped or expected, but he is coming. And it reminds me of as we get ready for something, you can't just pick something up and use it. And I always like the, the comedy of Tim Allen about tools and some of the tools he would pick them up and not know what they were, but he just had to have the tool because, you know, his, his theory was men had to have tools, but he didn't know what they did. And so you're not going to pick up a tool you don't know how to use and then be able to use it. And I think also militarily, they don't just hand you a, a rifle and send you into battle. They teach you how to shoot the rifle. And as Forrest Gump taught, taught us, he could take it apart and put it back together in the dark. So you have to know it that well. And so our life of prayer is is our uh, protection. It's our oil for our lamps. It's um, It's what keeps us ready. So when the time comes, we'll have been praying so much that we'll know how, when uh, to pray, and we can live in, in a confident hope of the kingdom that is to come. Let's uh, conclude with the, um, the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, 
and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou the God of pity. Administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And I ran right to the part where we offer our own <laughs> prayers, and, and we'll do that now. We'll just take uh, uh, a few moments and offer our own prayers. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Really good to be with all of you. Thanks, Barb, for helping out. It's good to see you all, and I get excited and run through and finish the whole prayer. And apologize <laughs> for that. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very much. Good night, everybody.